0: The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report, whether this is your first time here or your last time here or somewhere in between. I appreciate that you're here today so that we can discuss... Shohei Itani signing with the Dodgers, and that long sigh is for all of my fellow Blue Jays fans who anticipated today or sometime this week or this weekend that Shohei would sign with the Blue Jays. That did not happen. Around 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, Shohei announced that he is now a Los Angeles Dodger. He said this on Instagram. To all the fans and everyone involved in the baseball world, I apologize for taking so long to come to a decision. I've decided to choose the Dodgers as my next team. First of all, I would like to express my sincere gratitude to everyone involved with the Angels organization and the fans who have supported me over the past six years, as well as to everyone involved with each team that was part of this negotiation process. Especially to the Angels fans who supported me through all the ups and downs, your guys' support and cheer meant the world to me. The six years I spent with the Angels will remain etched in my heart forever. And to all Dodgers fans, I pledge to always do what's best for the team and always continue to give it my all and to be the best version of myself. Until the last day of my playing career, I want to continue to strive forward not only for the Dodgers, but for the baseball world. There are things that cannot be conveyed in writing, so I would like to talk more about this again at a later press conference Thank you very much. And the deal itself is $700 million over the course of 10 years. That is $70 million a year. And we don't have the exact details of the contract because, as Ken Rosenthal reports, Atani's deal with the Dodgers includes unprecedented deferrals meaning the majority of his salary is going to be deferred through different portions of the 10-year deal. The the deferrals, he continues, were Otani's idea to ease the Dodgers' luxury tax and cash flow burdens to give the team flexibility it needs to be as competitive as possible, his source said. Where that Contract lands for Otani in terms of like the richest contracts ever because it's seven hundred million dollars. It is unprecedented. It's it, it's something we haven't seen before in North American pro sports. He is number one now in terms of per year salary in the four major sports. He passed Giannis, who makes sixty two million dollars for the Milwaukee Bucks. Jalen Brown was at sixty million. And Devin Booker was at 56 million tied with Carl Anthony Towns. So now it goes Otani, Giannis, Jalen Brown, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns in terms of per year salary. The total figure for the deal is a different conversation. That is number one. We've never seen a $700 million contract over the total life of the deal for a professional athlete. The previous number one was Cristiano Ronaldo who signed a 536 million dollar deal. And for North American pro sports, Patrick Mahomes had the previous highest contract value total. His was 450 million dollars over the course of uh, 10 years for Mahomes. That that's the money part of it. The the drama that I want to get into today cuz like there's so much offseason to do Okay, who do the Jays go after next? And like, we can discuss that a little at the end of this. And how does the Dodgers lineup look now with Otani in it? And like, he's not going to pitch next year, but he'll be in the lineup hitting every day. And then in 2025, he'll get back to pitching and hitting, which will be fun, so much fun to watch. And he's going to get so much notoriety in LA. And it's going to be great for the game to have Otani on a competitive team. Like as cool as it was to have Otani and Trout on a team, it sucked really hard to never have Otani in the playoffs. Like I'm happy for the game of baseball that Otani is now in LA in this giant market and that he's gonna now be competitive be on a competitive team every single season. And those playoff games, that's where you grow the game with through the the teams that dominate in the championships and when all the eyeballs are on the sport Otani's going to be there now. Otani's going to be in a World Series game eventually. He's going to be in some really competitive games down the stretch in playoff games. And that's going to be so cool for baseball. And I can't wait to see how the game grows over the next few years with Otani on the Dodgers. But the team that lost out on this whole mess, the Toronto Blue Jays, we've teased it enough. Let's get into what happened yesterday and how the media betrayed us as fans and used us, frankly, for clicks and engagements online the day started on friday if you weren't if you're not an always online person if you weren't following all of the drama it started with a plane it started with a private jet that a twitter user pointed out was traveling from orange county to toronto it was going to land in toronto in the afternoon or i think it was around four thirty is when the plane was supposed to land And everybody was on plane watch. Everybody was on PJ watch. We were tracking the flight from Orange County to Toronto, just sitting there waiting for it to land. And the reason that everybody was like, this is it. The plane is it, is because MLB Network reporter, insider, however you want to phrase it, John Morosi of the MLB Network confirmed that Shohei Otani. this is his tweet, He said, sources, Shohei Ohtani is en route to Toronto today. A representative of his agency, CAA, would not comment when asked about Ohtani's travel plans. At this hour, Ohtani does not have a signed agreement with any MLB team. But that first sentence, that first sentence that he tweeted, sources, Shohei Ohtani is en route to Toronto today, was... It's not the cause of the whole mess, but it was a giant tank of gasoline being thrown into a big ball of fire. That's what that, that's what that was. And, and I'll get to the end of it and then we'll talk about the beginning. He apologized for that. He had to retract his statement. He said in the middle of Friday night, after the whole day was done and Otani was confirmed to not be on that plane anymore, he apologized by saying, today I posted reporting that included inaccurate information that Otani was traveling to Toronto. I regret the mistake and apologize to baseball fans everywhere. I am deeply sorry for letting you down. Yeah. You let us down. You really, really did that. That report was, was so dangerous because it came from one, the MLB network. He works for the league. And when he tweeted that, the league posted it on its official Twitter account. It screen grabbed it and it posted it on its official Instagram account. And that's all it, that's all we need for it to be official. Now we can't trust you. We can't trust the insiders when it's supposedly official and coming from the MLB itself that he's on this plane. So that is how the day started. John Morosi says that, yeah, that plane you Twitter users are tracking, he is on it. So we get that. And while the plane is in the air, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened before it and while it was in the air. Let's get to those things as well. One, you say Kikuchi, there was a weird... Twitter report that all of this stuff comes from random people, except for the one that confirmed that he was on the plate. So a Twitter user uh, tweeted that you say Kikuchi was making a large dinner ro- reservation at a restaurant near the Rogers Center. It was a suit. It was a Japanese restaurant. And they said Kikuchi is is booking out the restaurant. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Atani must be coming. They're having a party tonight in, in Toronto on Friday night. And, uh, <laughs> and then there is also on top of that, so there's the sushi restaurant, there's the plane. Otani signed with the Angels in 2017 on December 8th, which was yesterday. So it was the six-year anniversary of Otani signing with the Angels. So they're like, okay, the, the, the moon is lining up with the sun. Everything's going to be perfect. And John Boy did a fun video, too, of Reddit theories that were also going on while this plane was in the air, while uh, everybody's just waiting for Otani to make a decision. Uh, some of the Reddit theories were that it was a Japanese day of luck or something like that, and that Otani had a girlfriend who lived in Hawaii, and he just picked her up from Hawaii because they, sa- they saw the same p- private jet that he always takes was coming from Hawaii to LA, and then it was being rerouted to Toronto and all this stuff. And then we had the celebrities weigh in when we had Max Domi tweet out, let's go Jays or go Jays go. And everybody's like, oh, the Domies, they're well connected. He must know what's happening. And then Drake got in on the drama and Drake threw up on his Instagram story a, a picture of himself wearing an Otani jersey that he had worn like during the summer. And he threw that picture back up and we're all like, Drake knows too. And all of that turned out to be false. All of that was for nothing. On the plane, Robert Hershevik. If if you're familiar with Shark Tank or up in Canada, we have the OG show. It's called Dragon's Den. It ran on CBC. The guy from Shark Tank was on the plane, and he threw up a a funny Instagram post about how he's got a son who plays baseball. And if the Jays want to sign him to a $600 million contract, he'll take it. But it wasn't Otani on the plane. It was Robert Hershevik is the plane we are tracking from Orange County to Toronto and December eighth, twenty twenty three will now forever be the day that Otani didn't sign in Toronto. And that's it's it'll be a memorable day for all of the wrong reasons as as Blue Jay fan if you were following along with all the drama. It made National news up here in Canada. If if you weren't, if you're not from the area, it made local news and national news because the Blue Jays are our national team. We have one team up here, and across the country, news news outlets were reporting on this, and our, our local news sent reporters down to the airport, and helicopters were out looking to see if the plane was actually uh, without with had Otani on it, and it all turned out to be false and. Uh, I go back to the Morosi tweet because it it hurt as a Jays fan because at the end of it, if your sources are wrong and your job is to be the source guy, I feel used. I feel like you used us for clicks. I feel like you used us for likes because nobody is as passionate as Jays fans when there's good Jays news. Like We care about this team so much and it was evidenced by how passionate this Otani Hunt was and online, it was all Jays fans fueling this because we thought it was going to happen. And so many people tweeted out fake nonsense just for the engagements. And they use the passion that Jays fans have to gain more likes. And that's a shame. It would have been so cool to have Shohei Atani as a Toronto Blue Jay. It would have shaped baseball in this country for the next decade. It would have changed baseball in this country. It would have changed the sports landscape in this world forever. And it didn't happen, unfortunately. And there's no doubt in my mind that Rodgers and Shapiro and Atkins tried everything. I, I will give them credit in that they tried their best here. And I truly believe that they pulled out all the stops and that Rodgers was really willing to empty the pocketbooks and give out this identical $700 million in order to sign A, But he just made the decision impartial of the money because the money can be the same in both markets. I think he just made the decision that for his life, for winning, for everything that goes into making a decision like this, including the money, I guess, but I think the money would have been equal. That show I just felt like the Dodgers would be the better fit for him, and you can't blame him for that at all. I just blame the people who let us believe that he was about to imminently sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. That's that's where I leave that. And moving forward for the Jays, there's a number of good free agents still out there, including we got Cody Bellinger's out there. Um, they could bring back Matt Chapman. They could bring back uh, Teoscar Hernandez as a free agent. There, There's a number of names that the Jays can now go after now that they know they're not getting show away. And I hope they make a couple big splashes to... You you have this much hype? Look what you get when you give the Jays like a modicum of hope. So I hope Rogers and Shapiro and Atkins, they go out and they make a giant couple splashes in this free agent market and they build a winning team this coming season because they have the best pitching staff. I'll keep saying it in 2023. They have the best pitching staff and the hitting just let them down. So go out, go purchase a whole bunch of hitting, please, please. Mr. Atkins and Shapiro and Mr. Edward Rogers. That's it for me today. Um, I'll be back on Thursday. You get Sunday's pod. This is supposed to be Sunday's pod. You get it a day early because of the breaking news. I'll be back on Thursday on our usual schedule. (sighs) Jays fans, we're going to have a good team. Heading into the 2024 season, we got a brand new bottom half of the ballpark, which is going to be sick. Hopefully, when the renovations are all done, we get to see it on opening day. It's going to be fun. We got a good season ahead of us. We don't have a Tawny, but we got a lot of good stuff this is how i'm sad I'm, I'm a little i'm dis. i tried to not get too hyped about this i'm supposed, I'm supposed to be closing the show i tried to not to get too hyped about this so i wouldn't be so disappointed but how can you not get hyped after yesterday and now how can you not be disappointed that you didn't sign one of the greatest baseball players of all time and you were this close we were, we were this close toronto all right that's it that is it for me today thank you for being here you could have been anywhere in the world which shows me here listening or watching this podcast right now and i appreciate you for that Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.